This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Power Weekend Breakfast Profile. It's 9.42 and it's time for our breakfast profile, of course, as you heard there. And joining me in studio is Rifilo Mudisele. I mean... <laughs> I always say right to the powerless. Now, if you don't know who the person is, just Google her, right? <laughs> but Rufilo, I mean, we know you, right? You were born in Soweto, but you are a activist, an activist. You're also an actress. Hey, man, you're a motivational speaker. You're a TV and radio host and just generally a media personality. Um, and, you know, we've seen you... Oh, but before that, by the way, we played Whitney Houston <laughs> with Exhale, but it's called Shoop Shoop. I mean, we sing it as Shoop Shoop, right? And because of what um, Toasted Ice had said, that you can go watch a tribute to Whitney Houston um, at the Joburg Theatre. If you need more details, um, I'll ask Toasted Ice to actually post them on his Twitter page, but we'll also do the same. Rufilo, thank you so much for coming into studio. Thank you, Toho, for having me. Good morning. Good, good morning. morning. So lovely to meet you. And good morning to your listeners. Saturday morning, I hope they are okay. <laughs> I need mean, 25 more while. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sure about sharp, right? Mm. Um, because what of, they have to call us. Listen, they must recoup with us, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. That's recoup right. with us. I love that. On 0861-987-000, tweet us at powerfm987 at sekhumaachi underscore refilwe is in studio. Um, and to talk really about her life, you know, being in the media space like this. And I was I asked another lady... I don't remember who it was. I said, how do you deal with it? Being in the media space the way that you are. Sure. I think it's, it's, it's by the God of, it's by the, like, it's, it's, it's by, by the grace of God. Yeah, the God of grace, actually. Exactly. The God of grace. And it's so funny. My mom's name is Grace. So nice. <laughs> I think maybe there's a metaphor right there. But I think it's by the grace of God and just being intentional about everything that you're doing. Mm. Um, I also feel like you prioritize what is important to you. So you will try and find space to do the things that you really want to do and that you're passionate about. Mm. But more than anything, it's, it's about having a good head on your shoulders and understanding the purpose behind what it is that you're doing and why it is that you're doing it. Mm. So... Yes, it, 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 it's a roller coaster. It's not the easiest space to handle. It comes with many demons. But I think when, I, when you know yourself in your heart and in your spirit and you're grounded within, then you'll be able to, to handle what, what comes your way. I absolutely love that. Talk to us a bit about your upbringing. How was that? Rufilo's upbringing, Soweto born girl, Rocktown to be exact, Rockville. Yeah. Um, I'm the eldest of three daughters, uh, born to an incredible mom. Unfortunately, we lost our dad very young. Mm. Uh, but I had an upbringing which was very interesting because obviously born in the township, just my experiences of obviously being born with albinism were not the easiest. Mm -hmm. And then we moved to town and... I guess life kind of sort of began in town and in integrating myself with different people. Um, I went to good schools. 
um, didn't have the, the, the easiest experiences because of a single parent household yeah. to a certain degree, you know, and having to fill those shoes or being mom's right hand. So upbringing wasn't entirely easy, but I mean, we did the best that we could the way we knew how to. Mm. Um, ambitious girl. I am a five distinction graduate in advertising. I mean, thank, you, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the horn. <laughs> so I'm an advertising specialist by qualification and profession. Okay. A lot of people do not know that I started. Um, I juggled school with entertainment, then graduated, became a corporate while doing entertainment. Yeah. And then eventually in the year 2012, I quit completely to focus entirely on the entertainment industry but only because a lot had happened in between to keep me at a space that would keep me, um, how can I say it, understanding the, the direction that it is that I needed to go in. Mm. But uh, yeah, growing up has been very interesting. Um, I didn't know that I'd be in the media industry nor pursue entertainment. It was never seen for somebody with albinism um, to be in that kind of context or space. The only person that I'd ever seen that was really quite famous was like, what, Salif Keita. Mm. Um, and I never aspired to see myself as, first of all, Africa's first successful model with albinism. Mm. It was something that I never imagined for myself. And eventually growing into different spaces, uh, becoming an MC, becoming a speaker, becoming a voice artist, eventually becoming an international award-winning actress is what I am now. Amazing. Being a TEDx speaker. I didn't imagine that life would give me the gems that I have now or even accomplish the things that I've accomplished. Uh, but I'm thankful. <laughs> I guess we're here, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I mean, when we, when you talk about living with albinism, mm. right? The the challenges that you may have faced, especially as you got into the entertainment space, right? Um, I mean, it's already challenging to be a woman. Absolutely. In the entertainment space. And yeah. then Rufilo is like, listen, what's going on? It's like, expect. First time, You will accept me the way I am. Absolutely. What was that like for you? I mean, we we, we saw you and loved you. I'm speaking from my personal experience now, okay. You need to have a sense of tenacity, first of all. Like, there needs to be some kind of madness in you, <laughs> I think, to be refueled to a certain degree because it's literally saying that I'm going to go against the girl and it doesn't matter what everybody says. Mm. I'm going to push through. But I think the biggest thing is when purpose reveals itself and it creates an understanding for you that is that surpasses far any kind of understanding or... You know, it presents itself in a way where it, you have to have a spirit of discernment to understand it like entirely. Trust you me, there's nothing that's going to stop you. Mm. There's nothing that's going to stop you. That attitude, okay. You guys like to talk a lot. You like to dictate what people's lives should be like. Mm -hmm. You like to be in the forefront of 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 trying to shape people's lives or not even shape actually it's trying to dictate what people should become and how they should be as opposed to allowing them to just be mm. as opposed to allowing them to be the god-given vessel that they should be in mm. this world 
So I had a sense of I've got a lot of stubbornness in me. And it's not bad stubbornness. It's just a stubbornness that says, do not dictate to me what I should do. Because only God has the right to have that power over me. And tell me what it is that I should do with my life. Because ultimately, I'm a vessel. I'm here to serve. He's the one that directs the footsteps. So you as a human being, you and I are equal in that essence of saying that we are human beings to do something here on this earth. But our purposes might differ. But it doesn't mean that just because what I do is different to you, you should now dictate to me what I should do with my life. Did you ever find yourself... um you know, looking at yourself and finding that you are trying to fit in with a particular crowd or particular people? You know, first of all, let me just say it's a process. Mm -hmm. And I'll say this because as a teenager um, coming from a girl's school, you would want the ideology of fitting in with everybody else. Yeah. But I think as time goes along and you learn to identify your own special traits, your characteristics, your personality, and you grow into that, you eventually come to a place where you are at peace with your difference. Mm. You acknowledge that difference and you see the impact of that difference and you say, okay, all right, I actually do not need to be like everybody else. So I didn't necessarily say I wanted to fit in because even in the body that that I am in somewhere, somehow, I don't know how, how God operates sometimes, but just divinely, where he puts you in a space to say that I don't want to categorize you like everybody else because I want to use you for a bigger purpose. Mm. But that comes with understanding. And that comes with just the experiences of being able to see deeper with the third eye as you go through that journey to be absolutely comfortable and see that there's a reason behind why it is he made you the way that he did. Mm. And for me, I understood that because I became a healer and a teacher in the disciplines to say that as much as you may not be, I don't know why people think they should look the same or why there should be a similarity or sameness to them, because ultimately we're individuals in this world. What happens is the essence that you carry within yourself to do the things that you need to do. Mm. So It's that deeper understanding to say, here it is. I am as a person. Let's let's acknowledge and accept each other for what it is that we possess and what it is that we have to give Mm. in this world. How do you think you've been able to grow your brand as Refilo Modisil? I always say to people that I am in the industry, but I'm not about it. Okay. And when I say that, it 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 it's to say. I understand that I'm in a space where it is that there still needs to be refilwe and refilwe from the inside. Mm-hmm. So the unfortunate part is that people get very caught up in this whole big bubble, get caught up in the idea of fame, get, up, get caught up in the idea of money, then they develop egos, then there's an attitude. And it's like, it's actually not necessary for you to be like that. Because at the end of the day, if you were to lose all of these things, and all of these things were to be stripped away from you, who do you say you are? Mm. So for me, the important part of, of keeping my brand and the consistency is understanding that I'm entrusted with the responsibility for what it is I need to do in order to serve. But if all these glitz and glamours were to be taken away, who is Refilwe? If I die tomorrow, 
and people were to come to my funeral, who did they say that they actually encountered? And it should be the essence of who I am. So my consistency is in the authenticity that I try and keep and the relativity. Yes, I might not be the blueprint of what looks like everybody else, but somebody can relate to my story in my experiences that I have to share just as a human being and life experiences and so forth. So it's it's the essence of authenticity and being yourself and understanding the journey that is yours and not anybody else's and being consistent in it and always seeing the goal behind why it is that you're here. Mm. Very, very key because that will keep you on track. Yeah, no, I think we should have heard you tomorrow. <laughs> Girl, why? <laughs> why tomorrow? I can tomorrow come back. like we've got like a whole spiritual wellness hour where you, you just like, you know, you're bringing us so much more, you're oh. making us grounded, right? In the way oh. that you speak. And it's just so beautiful to listen to you Thank talk. You. Um, what did your mom and your sister say when you're like, look, I'm going to try out this entertainment industry thing? First of all, let me say, because I'm the firstborn, yeah. I'm the one that opened up the gates of, of of entertainment, I think. And I mean, from a stability perspective, because yeah. we know that black families often do not, gravi- did not, did not or do not gravitate towards that. Mm. Um, and especially back in the day where parents didn't see like a life to it or they just felt like, oh, you're throwing yourself to the walls. Mm. This is not something that you can live off of. It was not seen as a career. So when I went to, to it, um, I'll be honest, I think I'm the rebel in my family. I had to literally be like, yo, I'm going in, <laughs> you know, but also because when destiny has something incredible for you and that is willed to you, doesn't matter whether you try to run away from it, mm. you always find a way back. And that's what happened with me is that. As much as I had started modeling at the age of 13, I was discovered um, by Y Magazine. I did my first five-page fashion editorial. Um, and it was scary because for age 13, how do you put a child to be a model mm. at age 13 in an era where it is that there was no representation? And on top of that, you're like, it, it's never been seen or heard in South Africa. Just generally, the, con- the concept of having a person with albinism, mainstream media, just like that. Mm. Um, so it was scary for mom. But so she was like, obviously, very protective. She was like, no, you know, I just finished with the studies first because academia is very important in my mm. family. Um, and she was firm with that. But I think, and, and I don't want to say unfortunately, but fortunately. <laughs> Fortunately for me, and unfortunately for her at the time, um, after my matric year, it came back. I started being requested to model all over again. Sure. I did Vega billboards. I did campaigns. I modeled for David Ali for the first time in the country at the time in South Africa. Like, And I just started gravitating to more designers. And I just get, kept getting asked mm. to do different things. And I think my mother had to make peace that my child is called to something. And the more influence there was, the more impact there was, the mm. more she saw what it was doing. I think she she was just like, okay, as a parent, I need to let my child just spread her wings mm. and really fly. And for my sisters, look, I think creativity has always been in our blood. Um, but being the one who opened up the door to it, 
I actually have never had a conversation, Lobo, not to find out how they felt about me being in the entertainment yeah. industry. I think sometimes what happens is when something becomes so natural within the household, you don't find a difference mm. in it. You don't find mm. the need to say, oh, so what's so different, whatever the case is. It becomes first nature to everybody mm. because luhula harayona, it becomes a norm. So I, I think they just found their own passions and loves. And I mean, we're gifted. We're all graduates. Mm. <laughs> but I think each and every one of us have been gifted so beautifully in the creative space that it was just a natural uh, progression for each and every person to do what they needed to do. In about 30 seconds. No! <laughs> Why? <laughs> Share with me. What you can should have me an hour. <laughs> I really should. <laughs> what can we expect from you next? I don't often like to speak about my plans. Okay. I'm like the person that's... I'm a little bit boring because I'm like the person that's like the element of surprise. Anything mm. that I do is like, oh, did she just do that? <laughs> but there's definitely a second season of a series that uh, I'm shooting that's coming back nice. again. I'll be busy with that. And then there's some other projects which are in the lineup for next year, you know. So I'm busy. I'm going to be busy with this series, but the other projects as well, which are coming up for next year, which unfortunately I cannot talk about, but are <laughs> groundbreaking. So they must just keep tuned on social media platforms. For, Give us those platforms quickly. Um, it is at Vanilla Black with a Q on Twitter, on Instagram. It is Rifilwe Vanilla Black Mudisele at Rifilwe Mudisele. And on my Facebook fan page, it is Rufilo Vanilla Black Mudisele. Thank you so much, Vanilla Black, for coming in. Rufilo Mudisele, thank you so much for your time this morning. Of course, in conversation with her on Power Weekend Breakfast. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.